Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Company of One. This is Dale Callahan, I'm your host, and we're here today to talk about the subject that I get asked a lot of questions about, is uh, where do, does it matter where you go to school? Uh, in particular, I'm talking about college, right? Whether we're talking about undergraduates, you, your kids, or whether we're talking about graduate school, does it really matter? I talk about this a lot. I teach at a university. I don't teach at Harvard. I don't teach at MIT. I teach for a large, uh, ginormous, you know, one of the ginormous uh, public school systems, uh, public universities that, like, we see all over the, uh, we, we call them state schools, right? You know, we see all over the country. Uh, lots of great ones, lots of expensive ones. Let's just face it, they're all expensive, right? Uh, the college degree, college graduate degrees cost a lot of money. You know, and the question that I'm always asking people is, what's the goal as you're thinking through this? Uh, so, But today we want to just dive into, does it really matter? And I want to just peel back uh, some assumptions because I see so much activity in terms of uh, trying to get into top schools. Now, let's talk about, think about what's a top school, right? It depends, and we, would, we might all know it's a Harvard, Yale, but actually when I talk to people about top schools, it just varies widely what we consider top schools. Many of the top schools are in fact what we call state schools. So it just really depends on a, a person's perspective. Oh, that's just such an important thing. We're seeing the, the stories of uh, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, you know, the actresses who got caught in the bribery scandals trying to get their kids into these elite schools. That's probably the right word we should use. So look, we're going to talk in, just through this kind of a common sense methodology of understanding what this means. But before we do that, I want to do a shout out for, I'm, I'm really trying to get people to uh, give reviews if you're listening to this podcast. And oh, I am so sorry. Uh, many, many people, what we what we were realized is the last couple of podcasts, while they were going out and you were getting notified, uh, we had systems issues, just let's call it that, uh, with some of our um, I won't even go into details, but they weren't feeding correctly to iTunes. They weren't feeding correctly to Stitcher. They weren't feeding correctly to Spotify. So if you just saw a whole bunch come out at once, that's because we broke stuff and it's probably my fault. So I apologize about that. But thank you so much to especially Dana. I know Dana is one of the ones that really sent me a message and said, hey, uh, this is not showing up and we're seeing your emails and your stuff coming out, but I'm not seeing it. Uh, so it caused us to look deeper. And uh, then, you know, two or three people at the same time kind of reached out. So thank you so much for reaching out and letting us know. Uh, and I realized some of you had been reaching out actually before and we just weren't reading it correctly and thought you were saying something else. So apologize for that. Uh, we will be double checking, make sure the feed goes out correctly. I mean, this is, this is not a high tech issue, but it's always the little stuff that gets you and bites you and burns you, right? And this was little stuff that turned into nothing was happening. So I am looking for podcast reviewers, though. So, uh, you know, if you want to review how well we don't feed out the podcast uh, or, uh, you know, 
what we're looking for is content, though. Yes, really. So I'm going. To, I'm just. I've been reading off uh, some uh, just shout outs to some of the reviewers. Would love, love, love for you to go over and jump on the uh, DaleCallahan.com slash podcast or DaleCallahan.com slash 145, which is this podcast, the show notes. And there's a place there for you to go leave an iTunes review. Would love to see that happen. But here's, I just want to read out from Patrick Cash. Now, I know Patrick Cash. Patrick Cash is actually a great one for this time. We uh, randomly pick these things. But uh, Patrick is a great example about the college things. I'll tell you why. But he says, genuine and super smart. I guess he's talking about me. Thank you, Patrick. Love listening to this. He generally cares about helping people. He wants to help you get out of the rat race and live the amazing life you're meant to live. Thanks so much, Patrick, for that. Thank you for your friendship, too. It's been a while since Patrick and I have talked. Patrick is a great example because unless something has changed in Patrick's life since we've talked, Patrick does not have a college degree. Patrick is out of the rat race, and Patrick is leading an amazing life. Uh, so he's uh, he speaks well, knows what he's talking about, knows that that's the kind of things we talk through. Uh, so thanks again, Patrick. Again, give us a shout out. Give us a uh, give us a, a iTunes review. Thank you so much if you do. And if you do, we'll give you a shout out. So let's just jump into the issue today. Where you go to school, does it matter? Where your kids go to school, does it matter? Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman, while they're paying a price, uh, not only legally maybe and financially, but also reputation, you know, they they got caught up in this college scandal. Now, personally, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't care. I mean, I think this is this is a game. Getting into these top colleges, getting into college at all, it's a game. I'm just Look, I'm not apologizing for it. It's a game. Uh, if you look, for instance, at the U.S. News and World Report ratings for just overall colleges, here's how we rate each other. It's one, it, not all the ratings. Now, if you're looking at graduate schools and some of the specific things, but generally speaking, the colleges are rated by sending out reviews to people like me, deans, leadership at other universities, and we just rate each other. That's it. It's a popularity contest. So the U.S. News and World Report, some of their ratings have zero to do with how what quality uh, that the uh, that you're generating for the student who's paying the bill. That's irritating. Now some of the ratings have a little bit more impact, but. And, and some of the ratings, some of the other ratings are based upon how many students we refuse. So if we want to increase our rating, we just reject a lot of students. It, it's a weird game that's being played in the U.S. News and World Reports. And you could kind of, you know, you kind of get what you measure. In some schools, they actually play the game well. They, they network with deans to get their popularity up. We get a lot. I get in my mail, my email all the time, something that other great schools are doing. Look at what we're doing. Look at what we're doing. And for the longest time, I'm like, why are they advertising to me? And then we got started, and then I started learning about the U.S. News and World Report game and realized, oh, because I do matter, because I am getting asked this question, and they're just trying to 
get me to say something good about them on the U.S. News and World Reports to give them a rating. So it, it's comical, um, maybe. I don't know. So, But as you're looking at schools and you're looking at those things, you think they mean something different. They don't. You think that going, you know, what uh, Laurie and, and Felicity as actresses, wealthy people have done, you know, maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's right. Um, I mean, look, we're colleges. We're a money game. Uh, so I don't know. You uh, Granted, there's something legal there because they are getting in court. So I, I don't know. I'm not a legal expert. So, but with this, all this attention, though, why does it matter? Does it matter at all? And so let me just give you a quick answer. The answer is no, it doesn't matter. Now, you're going to say to me, well, Dale, uh, look at the average MB, Harvard MBA graduate, what they get for school. Now, for beginners, you have to realize uh, that's probably true. Many of them are going to work in Manhattan, New York, and places like that where the salaries are already up. But we, when you look at the mid-career statistics for the Harvard MBA, not the entrance, but the mid-career statistics, they average out about 180 to 200. Now, that's not money to, to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong. But when you start realizing how many live in the Californias and the New Yorks where the salaries have to be inflated to keep people, uh, and you realize mid-career, uh, it's 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 great. It, it's not, you know, it, it may be $100,000 up from the average, but I don't know. Uh, but it, there's a lot of people who don't have a college degree who are making that or making more than that. Uh, so Dave Ramsey, I loved hearing he was talking. He was talking about this, and Dave Ramsey is a fanatic about getting an education without being in debt. I tend to agree with him, um, and that makes Dave and I in the minority, right? Because most people are going to school with debt. But Dave has a good, solid state school education. Uh, and he says, I, I love it. If you want to go to Harvard, I would love to have a Harvard graduate work for me. You know, which is comical because who's going to make the most money? Excuse us, my timer's going off. Who's going to make the most money? It's Dave. It's the person who's doing it, who's making things happen. And sure, you know, would we hire somebody from one of these top schools? Sure. You know, if they can deliver the goods and those kind of things. Um, yeah, we would do that. Uh, but there's plenty and plenty and plenty of examples of people who have significant levels of success without the top degrees, or degrees at all for that matter. I mentioned Patrick at the outset giving a shout out, right? How many people are making above 250000 that don't have college degrees from top schools? I don't know the numbers. Now look, if you have the money and if you have the aptitude, and if you're not going in debt for the rest of your life to get you or your kid into some school that just because you want to, knock yourself out. And, and again, I would say to you that one of the things when I start talking about top schools, when we start talking about engineering specifically, it's not the Harvards. You know, it, it, there's a whole different element. Um, you know, so when you're talking about some specialized degree, Oftentimes, the state schools are the top schools and specialized degrees for getting you where you want to be for whatever reason. So the top school thing 
means a lot of different things depending on what you're trying to do. If you just like having Harvard or Yale or Princeton or something behind your name, that's great. Here's a great way to do it. I got a, a email, and many of you have done this, but uh, I see some, several friends of mine who don't have a Harvard MBA who, if you look on their LinkedIn profile, it's got Harvard University. But what they're doing is they're going up and they're paying Harvard, you know, whatever, twenty to $50,000 for these um, graduate courses, essentially, but they're not graduate. They're, they're workshops. They're sometimes multiple months. Uh, sometimes they're weekend activities, but they did a Harvard University experience. Uh, Stanford does this, too. You see a lot of that coming out of Stanford, uh, that people go out there and they're, they're padding their LinkedIn profile with these top-name universities, but that's not where they got their degree from. They're doing this. I got one the other day from Harvard uh, they were offering to get me in some kind of data mining thing, fifty grand, um, and I forget it was probably legitimate graduate courses. What these guys do is they take off. All colleges do this, not just them. We take off a couple of of our graduate courses, and we package them together for consumption by the general public. And there's no entrance. All the graduate academia stuff is gone, but we package it together. And we sell it as a price. But essentially, you get in there and you're taking graduate credit without jumping through the hoops. And Harvard can say, well, we didn't really accept Dale. And I can say, well, I went to Harvard. And we all are happy, right? Uh, and so you see a lot of people do that. Uh, so that's one way you can play the game and have these top-notch educations without that. But, so, but just remember, education is an investment. Does it matter where you go? Probably not. We'll, we'll kind of pull down the details. But I do want to say one thing. There's this great video. I'm going to put a link to it in the um, show notes, and it's at MIT. You can search on it, MIT Students Light Light Bulb. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's eye-opening because these are engineering students from MIT. Many people would consider it one of the top engineering schools in the nation. I don't know if I would agree with that, but they are asking these graduates with a battery and some wire and a light bulb, can you light this up? And it's funny just to watch. There's a couple that can. They just don't think twice about it. And there's a lot that cannot. They just don't even know. They think it's a trick question. These are engineers. I don't care what kind of engineer you are. Most kids can do this. They can take a battery and some wires. I mean, we teach this in... Um, in grade school, in high school, you know, how you take battery, put some wires to it, put a light bulb, it lights up. This is not really, it, and it indicates, you know, just kind of the level of, yeah, these guys may be educated, but they're kind of educated into stupidity, if you will. They're educated to the point that they know a lot of stuff, but they really cannot apply it. And when I watch engineers go out into the industry, that's a great frustration for employers, you know. We have a lot of these people who can think through, who are great at taking tests, or are great at theory, but they just can't do much, and they come from everywhere. It's a great video. It's eye-opening, and it's not really making fun of MIT as much as this is just reality of college education in general that uh, a lot of times the results, the common sense results, are not there. So, no, it does not matter. But let's talk a little bit about why it might matter. When might it matter 
that you go after the big degree from the big school. First of all, if you have money and you can get accepted and it's just something you want to do, hey, go for it. Why, why would that be a problem, right? The problem is when you go into debt and do stupid stuff to do it, like bribe people. Uh, so hanging with the elites, if you want to just hang around with the elites, and I'm talking about the the dirty, uh, and yes, I did say that, the dirty. Think about U.S. senators uh, where there's um, backroom deals, uh, their elitist, uh, yeah, that's kind of where the play, what you're playing in, and that's where you're trying to go. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean they're all crooked, but you know what I mean. It, there's this elitism, especially you see in Washington D.C. in certain pockets. Uh, and if that's what your goal is, is to be in the elitism, and that's what uh, Laurie McLaughlin and, and Felicity Huffman were doing, trying to get their kids into something they didn't experience. They now had the wealth to do it, but they were trying to get their kids to do that because it looks like success. I mean, it's comical, it's sad at the same time. But if that's the goal, and many people do say, you know, my kids want to be a senator one day, and that's why I want them to be here, or I want them to work on Wall Street, which is a changing game, but we won't get into that now. I want them to work in these certain pockets, and they need to be there to do that. The second thing is bias in the college. If bias is to college is in your career path. And what I mean by that is if the company you want to work for only hires certain people from certain degrees or if the field you want to work in, and I look at um, the, the funds, mutual fund, not the mutual funds, but some of the uh, the uh, financial stuff going on at Wall Street, there are certain firms that they only hire from certain universities. And if that's where you want to be, well, that's not true. They don't only hire from that. But that's that's their golden crop, right? If that's where you want to be and you want to start not at the bottom, and uh, not to say they don't, but you, you know what I mean. You want to start uh, with your already in the biased that's toward you, then that's the, that's the path to do. So if you think we're going about a financial firm of New York, think the leaders of many of those firms look to schools like Wharton or maybe Harvard or maybe Yale. That's where they went to school. They have intense bias. They are really connected in the network. The deans and the presidents of those colleges really, really work those people so that they hire from their schools. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's great networking. There's nothing wrong with that, uh, but they're creating support for those schools and those institutions that they love and they paid and they went to and they got their degree from, and they keep supporting them. So they got this kind of inward bias. You see this at all levels. I remember um, a vice president of uh, a company I used to work for standing up in front of the room acknowledging one of the, our team members having got a master's degree in engineering, and his comment was, and I won't tell the school, but his comment was, it's great that Bill got this degree in master's in engineering. You know, it was it's no Virginia Tech, but it's still a great accomplishment. You're like, what? What a backhanded compliment. 
you know, and and so he's talking Virginia Tech. Now, why did he say Virginia Tech? Because that vice president went to Virginia Tech. He didn't say it's no MIT or it's no Caltech or it's no he, – he mentions Virginia Tech. So he had this bias to where he went to school, and that's built in. Now, he's not there anymore, so that did change. So when it, But when it matters – when you're looking at a leader of a major organization and that organization always has bias toward these schools and that's where you want to be, look at those schools. I mean, it only makes sense. You know, how do you play the game to do that? Um, so, but why it rarely matters. So here's the really ugly truth that we don't ever want to talk about. Um, even in the state schools, even in any of us that do a higher education. We usually, not we, but me and you, the students, don't usually take any advantage of the alumni network. What makes Harvard and Yale and these top schools really golden is they really, really, really work hard to foster alumni connections. So that when you graduate Harvard, we place you in with an alumni. As a matter of fact, they actually, to get in the Harvard MBA, you interview with an alumni. So they have these great alumni connections that they work hard and they spend a lot of money to do, the universities do. But most students don't take advantage of them. Most students, even when you're offered alumni connections, don't take advantage of them unless we almost require it for the part of their graduation exercise or something. So I know this because we we do executive education, which is really we focus heavily on our alumni, on multiple programs at our school and other schools like ours. And most students won't take advantage of it. You you can walk the you know the you can take the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Most students just don't do it. We make the connections for them. We say, go talk to them. These people have been very successful. And I would say about 10% of the students will actually take advantage of that. So if that's what you do and you go to Harvard and you're not likely to really do that, because it takes pulling out of your comfort zone a little bit sometimes to do that. Uh, So if you don't do that, what's the point? Because that's what makes those schools golden. But the other thing is you're... For most schools, the alumni network is not well cared for. Harvard would be an exception of this. They do a great job taking care of their alumni network and keeping it rich, keeping it um, that they spend a lot of money. Most schools, even top great schools, do a terrible job on alumni. They don't even know where their alumni are. I mean, they, they talk about it a lot. You see this data come out about alumni, but most of us do a terrible, terrible, terrible job keeping up. What we keep up with is a 10% of the alumni that we can raise our flag and say, look at how great Johnny did. He's one of our alumni. Most of us just don't do. And how do you know? You see wherever, if you went to school like I did in multiple schools, you get this little alumni card, but, in, but unless you're active, all they, all they really ever ask you for is money, right? They don't ever say, or they rarely, rarely say, uh, hey, what are you doing? Where are you? Uh, how can you impact us? You know, they, they're not really interested in connecting with you. They just want your money. And uh, so if you're giving money, they're paying attention to you. If you're not, they just assume you're not 
wealthy enough, successful enough. And so so our guy that does that for us, he has this, uh, they have these lists of what they call, you know, and they look at what they call high income earners, you know, whatever these kind of practicality things are. But one of the factors is, have they given two things like the college already? So you could be sitting, somebody sitting there making a boatload of cash, talking to them, but but because you don't, and, and maybe highly success, successful, but because you haven't given to the university, they pay no attention to you. They just absolutely pay no attention unless they happen to know something about you. And I know because I've sat in front of them and talked to them and I'm not on their list. You know, and I would be on their list normally knowing their criteria. I'm not on it. I don't want to be on it, quite honestly, but I'm not on it. And, and uh, so they don't care what I'm doing. So this, if your school doesn't really foster the alumni connections, and I don't mean what they say. We all say we do it. And our graduate degrees, we do it. We could do better. So people like Harvard, and I would say probably a small, you could probably count on both hands, the schools who actually do a great job of, of uh, building their alumni network. All of us talk about it. Uh, so the, rever- the, the, the third thing why it, really, why it rarely matters is the return on investment is rarely there for paying the extra. Um, comparatively, if you have to pay 400000 for instance, to get a top degree, uh, versus 100000 to get a state school degree. And if you look at the financial, so there's a $300,000 difference. If you just look at the financial over years, and statistically, it doesn't necessarily always pay off. I mean, it, once you take out the fact of where people live in the different states, it's just not there. It's not there. There's just too many examples of people who have paid top dollar for schools that are not making the same amount of money as people who are working in state schools. Now, you see the news reports, but if you really pull back the data, it rarely pays. It just rarely pays. Content, and the other reason why it rarely matters, if you're looking at content, what matters is alumni. The content we teach from, whether it's MIT, Caltech, uh, you know, I'm thinking about engineering, you know, Joe Blow Engineering School. It's the same stuff. I mean, it's literally the same stuff, the same textbooks, the same content. Um, and you rarely are going to see if there are top-notch faculty at the school, and when most schools have some top-notch faculty, <laughs> the students don't see them, right? The students don't see your top faculty, because they tend to be researchers. They tend to be where the money really, really, really flows. I know we have faculty that don't even know the first thing about undergraduate education. You can actually put me in that category. I don't know much about undergraduate education. The students rarely, rarely see. Most of them don't know I'm there. Most of them don't know we, our top researchers are there. They just, and they're not going to be seen. And if you go to school XYZ to get involved in some great researcher project, you're probably not going to unless you really work your tail off uh, and do a lot of networking. It's just not going to happen for you. 
And the other thing that why it rarely matters is the bias you find in your job. It doesn't stay the same. So the vice president I talked about, they had a, a bias to the Virginia Tech. He, he's not there anymore. The company leaders, they're not there anymore. They change. And by the way, we change our mind where we want to be. So if I spend a lot of time and money trying to get into school X because the company I work for values that, I tend to change my mind. I tend to change companies. They tend to change. And all that I work for is gone. Nobody cares. So all this, I mean, obviously, again, the, the data shows it doesn't pay. It doesn't usually pay. And, and what I mean here is if you are trying to kill yourself, if you're taking on extra risk like debt to do it, if you're uh, having to really suffer financially to do it, but if you got the money, you can get in, knock yourself out. Why, why wouldn't you, right? If, if you do that, why wouldn't you go for that experience? I mean, there's other dangers there, but we won't get into those. But why wouldn't you do that? But let's think about, let me just pull back from this just a minute and just think about one other thing. How do you have a top college experience without the fees and maybe without the college, right? Who cares about college? I'm saying this as a university professor, associate dean, but who cares? Because what matters most is, is uh, your network your passion, all those kind of things, but the network. If you build your own network, you don't need Harvard. If you build your own network, you don't need Harvard. And the second thing is do awesome stuff. Think about most of us do not know where um, our employees, our bosses, uh, where they went to school. We don't know. The only reason we might know a doctor even is Harvard trained or, you know, John Hopkins trained or whatever is because they constantly tell us that. They're so proud of it, right? We wouldn't normally know about that. As a matter of fact, your medical doctor that you go to, you probably don't know where they went to school. You probably have no clue and you're trusting them and you're paying them lots of money. The trick for you is... Whether you go to Harvard, whether you go to, you know, community college, whether you skip college altogether, build your network. That's where the money tends to flow from. So can you have a Harvard MBA salary plus without that? Yeah, you can. I don't have a Harvard MBA. I got that salary. So can you, uh, and I got that wealth. Can you build your network uh, to, to help do that? Yes, you can. It's That's not that hard. People, it, it, we connect with people, and your opportunities also always come from people. Can you do awesome stuff? In other words, whatever you do, do what you do well, and be out there, network, and do that. If you got that, nobody else cares, because I just promise you, most of our graduates, once they get the diploma and they go off, and then they do something on job X, the reason they're hired for the third job or the fourth job is not because of the degree they, they have. It's not even whether they have a degree. It's what they did for the last organization, what they know how to do, and the problem you can solve for the next organization. That's why we pay money to people. Not 
because of their degree, with very, very, very few exceptions. All right, that's my thoughts. Hey, I'm interested in your thoughts. And I know this is a touchy topic, especially for you parents that have spent a lot of time, energy, and money working towards scholarships and off to do that. And so I know some of you have different opinions. Love to hear them, uh, what you have to say about this. Uh, Hopefully you're not playing uh, the game that uh, Felicity Huffman and uh, Laurie McLaughlin, or, or Laurie Laughlin, uh, paid, uh, played, or if you are, I hope you're playing it better than they did. So uh, anyway, this that's my thoughts. Uh, that's looking at what we're doing. Obviously, my big answer is it just doesn't really matter. All right, that's it for today. Hopefully, this podcast will actually make it out into the feed. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.